TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you. And just like I am every single week, it is the highlight of my week when I get to look down the Zoom camera into the beautiful eyes of my brother from another mother, Damien John Christoph. Hello, beautiful man. Oh, busy. So funny. It's so funny, funny. If people haven't pulled over to laugh your head off right now, you should have. Busy, great to see you too. I'm looking down at my Zoom cam, Logitech camera, and um, and looking down your eyes too. It's amazing how blue they are. Now, Pissy, um, <laughs> I played golf today. I play golf on Wednesdays, um, and we record on Wednesdays. For those of you who don't know, and if ever you want to join us on Facebook, every now and then we do it live to Facebook. So, so randomly, we'll let you down most weeks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but every now and then we do. And so if you want to set yourself a notification and you just happen to be in front of your Facebook at that time, you'll be notified that we've gone live. We haven't today, uh, but I play golf today, Pierce. And the reason why I bring this up is because I looked out to the first tee today while I was having um, my little peri-peri chicken and rice pilaf. Uh, with some soda water and lime with my mates that I was, as you know as we were I was looking over at the first as the next round of people were hitting off and I saw over there uh Wall Andrew Wallace uh, I saw Wayne Shandy over there and I saw a couple of other blokes over there and I thought to myself I saw these blokes on Saturday and they might have looked back at me and gone I saw Damo on Saturday and so then I'm thinking I wonder if they're playing Friday and so then I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll see them on Saturday. I'll go. And so I thought to myself, where do you belong? And then I thought to myself, am I playing too much golf? And could I be spending my time in other ways? But I thought, well, you know what? I love, I love having a place where I belong. And I thought that, you know, this is, you know, a really nice little topic for you and I to talk about because, you know, Footbridge little cafe where you belonged for quite a long time. You know, you used to go there, get your little golden latte and um, have your own sneaky little CPC. Um, and you're like, you, you remember, do, you, you remember. Was, this is, but this is your, this is, you belong there. This is your belonging and it gives you a sense of joy and purpose. And, and I love it when people use my name and, you know, there's a little chat and I remember, and you remember stuff like you remember when we're moving into my new house and all that sort of stuff. Like these are the things that make you feel special. It's the place that you belong. And so I wondered whether or not it's worth you and I having a little chat about belonging and, and why belonging to something or belonging somewhere, why it makes us feel so good. Have you seen a psychic recently? A psychic? Yeah. As in like, like somebody reads tarot cards and stuff. Yeah. Nah, why? Well, you have just developed the art of uh, reading what I didn't even know is in my mind because this might floor you. Um, Two weeks ago, after 10 years of ownership, Cam sold Footbridge. What? And I didn't tell you that, and you've just brought that up out of the blue because I've lived in Mullum for 18 months and don't get to Footbridge anywhere near as often. And two weeks ago, yeah. I went there on Cam's last day and he was having a big breakfast with his family and all of the regular customers were in going, we love you, Cam. Thanks for 10 years and everything. 
Yeah. But because we didn't actually prepare this topic for this episode, you just launched into this conversation and you bring this mm. up. And the thing is, I don't have a cafe that I feel, no disrespect to the cafes that I go to right now, I just <laughs> don't have that same sense of belonging um, that you feel at golf and that I used to feel at Footbridge. And it's very poignant that you bring this up because I am without over dramatizing what it feels like to have a cafe or a golf club or an outlet where you feel like you belong. Um, it does play on my mind a bit when I'm driving around going, what cafe will I go to today? I never used to think that way. Where do I feel like I belong today? Um, so you have brought this up without any, um, any, uh, anything from me saying, let's talk about this. So I'm like, have you been doing psychic? training or have you just developed this art well you know it fills my it fills my bucket you know often so the other day on monday i went for a walk and it was beautiful it was beautiful so i i dropped amber in the city dropped her at work and i came home as i was coming home i was driving down along beach road and looked out to port phillip bay which is like a big lake in melbourne if you've never been here and it was beautiful like the sun was shining the sky was blue Port Phillip Bay was reflecting the blue. It looked unreal. I'm like, you know what? There's no breeze. I'm going to go for a little walk when I get home. So I go for a walk, take a photo, send it to Amber. And I think to myself, what could cap this off? Apart from Amber being with me and walking and having hand cuddles, walking along the beach. What else could I be doing that would be unbelievable? And I go, you know what? I'm going to go down to United Espresso, go see my mate, Brando, and get myself a little cheeky latte on the way back. So I go and I walk past United Espresso, bump into Brandon. He makes me this beautiful little cafe latte um, and gives me a little Easter egg and nothing makes my heart sing more than an Easter egg because I love chocolate. <laughs> and um, and so I think to myself, how can I make this day even better? So I buy some hot cross buns uh, for Amber so that when she gets home, she gets to have hot cross buns. So hot cross buns, I've had a little Easter egg, I've had a nice cafe latte by Brando, and I'm thinking that my life's unbelievable unbelievable so then i rock into work and you know have a great day monday and everything's good go to work um at lunch yesterday i catch up with my mate dj um and he goes damo let's go out for lunch i go yep let's go out for lunch and i go to another little place that i feel like i belong uh d alessandro in sandringham and we sit down and he makes us this beautiful i said i said alessandro mm. what's your pasta today and he says damien it's this Buffadale pasta with sweet gorgonzola and walnuts, or it's this beautiful tuna with risoni, you know, risoni, risoni, uh, which I make myself with my hands, and and it has a Napoli sauce. It's delicious. And I said, I'm going to have the risoni. DJ goes, I'm going to have the fafadali. And I go, this is the greatest. So we sit down, we have this beautiful little pasta meal and I feel like we belong. And he goes, would you like some bread, Damien? I said, yeah, carve me up. I'm getting ready for winter. Wine? And, wine? Uh, so, what's no wine? that? Any wine? No wine. Because I know I'm saving lives because I'm in the middle yeah. of like I'm oh, yeah, sorry, know, middle of between yeah. shifts. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so on, like, okay, I've got a little place that I belong. Like Now I've got this little place that I belong. And then today I'm at the golf club and I go, I belong. You know, I've got these places where I belong and it really fills my heart. And so then when you tell me you haven't got a little cafe where you feel like you belong yet at You're the moment me. right now, yeah. 
there's a hole in my heart oh. and I can feel it. You know, like feel like this little bit of emptiness is a piece of PC missing um, that needs to be plugged. And um, because belongingness is, uh, is pretty, it's special. It's so, it's so, I'm still a bit gobsmacked that you brought up this conversation without any um, preparation and you have gone straight to the heart of a topic that on the back of last week's episode where we were talking about living to 140 or 180 or whatever number you want to pluck (laughs) out of your technological sky, imagine having like decades of not feeling like you belong. Like, yes, I might yeah. be going through some grey skies of what cafe do I go to and where do I belong, um, but I know I'll work it out. I live in a beautiful part of the world with many cafes and you I'm do. just making some lifestyle yep. adjustments to, you know, figure out where I want to uh, spend my time. But I do yep. think that this is, you know, we're talking about this in a bit of lighthearted but actually quite deep and meaningful way as well in that we're not joking in that this is so important not just to our lives, completely unurgent, by the way. It's so important, but you'll never get a bill saying your your belongingness is overdue and your sense of belonging is overdue. Please pay now. Like so yeah. many people will never treat this with the urgency of an overdue, overdue bill. But when you really think about it, nothing could be more important and overdue um, than that sense of belonging. Because with a mental health epidemic that we seem to be experiencing, and I'm not sure if we are because we can now put a word to it or because we've now got media to expose it or we've been feeling this for a long time, regardless, the fact is so many people feel like they don't belong, whether that's in their own Mm. home, in their own workplace, um, in their own township. So as someone that's just a little bit older and wiser than I am, because I've got my own views on this, like what do you feel are the two or three essentials to creating a sense of belonging in in one's life? Well, I think there's got to be a desire. Like you've got to have a desire, like a want. Um, and then there's got to be a confidence about returning to a place. So you've got to, it takes time to like find just space and to get comfortable. Like you buy a new bed, you might have a great night's sleep the first night, but it takes a little while before the foam to, mm-hmm. you know, change to be your shape, mm-hmm. you know. So eventually the bed becomes yours, you know, that's, I own that and that's how and I fit into that little space, you know, that's that's my spot. It's kind of the same, you go to a little cafe or you go to a little restaurant or you go to your golf club or your bowling club or your tennis club or, you know, your sport club, whatever it is, your cycling club, like you, you don't, you know, go buy yourself a bike and then join a Peloton and all of a sudden you belong, like you got to find your way in there. So it's persistence. It's, you know, working hard at, having conversations um, and being open to being interested and not necessarily being interesting. So finding ways to engage and have a conversation so that people are invited to invite you in um, and they're encouraged to invite you in to make sure that you, you know, feel like you belong. I think, I think that's what it is. It's a persistence there, PC. I love that desire and time. So when you spoke about, the cafe, I was like, yeah, the chair, using the bed example, it might not feel that comfortable or might not feel like your space first time around. But you know those great stories of like, you know, the restaurant or the cafe where that was like their table or their chair um, and or that's where they sat all the time. And I know like from my footbridge experience, yes. over time there became a table that was 
my table. And and at some point there came a time when I would walk in and people would be like, oh, I'm just going to get up off your table. I'm like, it's really okay. I can sit anywhere. <laughs> really? yeah, but people so knew, they would, and it was so, so awkward and funny and beautiful and, and awkward as well. That's so good. <laughs> um, that's that's so kind good. of the thing that takes time. But I love what you said is desire. I wrote down leadership. So I wrote down like um, having a hobby, like an interest, because something that gets you out of the house to go and do. So I know Damo would say golf is more of a hobby, but you know what I mean, folks. I'm saying something that actually gets you out into your community because so many people have interests that keep them inside their house. Um, and that's the trick. It's hard to feel like you've got belonging when you actually spend so much time at home. And that's really mm-hmm. the muscle that, that you know, COVID has challenged us with is like getting out of the house. Um I feel like having an interest that means that you are out of the house. And, you know, for me, I could say like there's two things that come to mind. I don't think I've told you this, Damo. So I think I've told you I go to Pilates every Tuesday morning. And that is a, that, that is an interest that I have in the phase of life that I'm in and keeping my body strong. I and, that. That's but awesome. my Pilates instructor, Max, um, said to me, I don't know how it came up, but the conversation of table tennis came up. No, I saw a table tennis table in his Pilates studio. And I said, Max, oh. what's going on there? Long story short, he says, do you ever play? And I was like, you know, I don't want to big note myself, but I have a bit of a history in the sport. <laughs> Just come and look at the, the halls of Xavier College and look at the 99 table tennis captain. Anyway, story for another day. Um, but <laughs> he said, would you like to play? And I said, would I ever? And so we Are you played. Left-handed? On- Are you left-handed? I'm right-handed. Um, no, yeah, I'm like uh, um, yeah. ambidextrous in some ambidextrous, sports. Yeah, yeah bowl left, bowl left yeah. arm, medium pacer in yeah. cricket, but bat right-handed, kick left foot, but handball right hand. Um, mm. So anyway, so right-handed confusing. table tennis, and we're playing on a Wednesday night, and 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 he's very good, Max, very good. Had me covered, and <laughs> all of that aside, it was that sense of belonging. It was a Wednesday night. I said to Sarah, "Look, you're happy to be with the kids. I just want to go play table tennis," and she was like. Go, work your hardest work your magic you know hit a few forehands <laughs> and i was like you know it's so good but this is the thing about you really hit a few forehands that's a great thing good work, um, she's the best it's so important to do these things as you call desire and i call leadership to actually say yes and i know that sounds so mm. simple but it's like you know i haven't sung and i'm not a singer but i'd really like to learn how to sing so i'm going to book in for mm. some singing classes and you might meet your future best friend there particularly if mm. we're going to live to 180 and you're 110 listening to this right now and you're going to live for 70 more years you better still do your hobbies <laughs> yeah that's right um but we've got to be mindful that like we can meet people like think of you and golf and cafes like you say brando and then you say alessandro like these are people you didn't know until you like were drinking coffee and eating italian like these are the things that people don't really put two and two together on they think their best friends are going to be like people they went to school with or people they worked with but sometimes the people that you really get a bond with are people that you play golf with or people that you see at a cafe regularly and then you end up having conversations beyond you know sport and weather so i just think that and there's nothing wrong with sport and weather by the way uh but i just think it's important that we um we, we see like the little magical clues that, you know, you've been speaking about and that I 100% agree with about what it takes to create a sense of belonging in our community. Yeah. And I think it's also important to, when you try to find your space to belong, 
you want to find a space to belong where people want you to be. So if you ever feel like people don't necessarily value your presence or they don't make you feel like you should be there, then it's okay to initiate Operation Ripcord. And just get the flock out of there. You know, like you just, you, you kind of got to just go, okay, well, that place isn't for me. You know, so for a long time, I've been, I've, I was going to a different, you know, a particular cafe. And there was a couple of times in a row where they didn't make me feel special. I just felt like I was just a number. And so I was like, you know what, it's time to move on. So I moved on to the next one and that they didn't make me feel special either. So I thought, no, that's no good. So then I moved on to the next one and then, and then they made me feel good. So then I'm like, okay, cool. You make me feel good. I'm going to stick around, try this on for size and see whether or not this is a place that I can belong. And so this is a really, I think it's a really important thing. Like whether you're listening here and you're wanting to help people belong in your community or you're listening here and you want to belong to another community, you've got to look for people to play ball. Exactly what PC just said with Max with the table tennis table. Um, he invited Piercy to play table tennis. Um, and that didn't have to be the case. Um, but Piercy was looking for that as well at the same time. So, totally. I yeah. have got a massive smile listening to you talk um, because, and I know you people are probably going, gosh, these guys really love their cafes. It's not, it's like when you go to Greece or Italy or Europe and you just always remember seeing old people drinking coffee together Like they probably didn't Mm -hmm. start that yesterday. They've been doing it for their whole Mm. entire lives and it becomes this ritual. So it doesn't matter if it's CrossFit or the cafe. The thing is it's the ritual of belonging that is the the secret. And you said find a space to belong where people want you to be. Part of this, using the cafe as the continual story here, is there are some cafes that are takeaway only (laughs) and so they serve a purpose, but I know that they don't want me to be there for very long. No. And that's okay, but it means so that I don't go there, go there product. every yeah. day. Yeah, and and they put a smile. They got a smile, and they're nice, and the rest of it. But I'm more likely to go there when I'm on my way to the airport because I still might want to support them in some way. But this is important. If you're in a workplace, a professional environment where you don't feel valued, being undervalued, feeling undervalued, is another way of saying I feel like they don't want me to be here. Like we must be really mindful of this and this can you can have this in an intimate relationship in a social relationship in a professional relationship you can have it at the cafe you can have it at the golf course it doesn't matter but we've got to be so mindful you can make this as small-minded or as large-minded as you want to this sense of belonging is part of the art of living and life design it's the art of longevity that damo and i feel so strongly about and um I'm still gobsmacked that you brought up this topic today because it is hitting me right in the heartstrings for all the good and right reasons. I love it, but this goes to the very yeah. core of what this podcast is all about. Ah, oh, that's great, PC. I love it. I love it. I'm glad that you, that I've uh, I've gone straight there and found that little. Seriously, uh, I've been little... I've been writing notes. People can't see this. I've been writing notes. I've got like look at this I've got like sticky notes here yeah, of notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're like you're a weirdo of things that you said because it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh, well it's yeah. good for me to sit in the atrium of your um, heart and uh and and that's a good thing so i'll just remain there started it's off so with right. the love i think because you send a lot of love you're staring down your zoom camera looking into my eyes now you're in the atrium of my heart this is so romantic 
Now, Piercy doesn't have blue eyes, just in case anyone is wondering. He doesn't. They're brown eyes. I love that. You are in the atrium of my heart. How could this get any more romantic? Um, the <laughs> the only way I could is if you and I somehow were were special guests on the Ted Lasso season three final episode or something. And tell you what, what a, what a great. Know, what a great season this is. Yeah, but um, this has been beautiful. Thanks, Damo. I have loved this conversation so much. We hope you have as well to every single one of you in, in, uh, in beautiful. I was going to say incredible and beautiful, in beautiful souls. To every single one of you beautiful souls that listens to this podcast, thank you for your support of our work and message. We've got some exciting stuff coming up, don't we, Damo? Like if you love technology and staying alive to 180, we've got some great technological developments coming your way in uh, the 100 Not Out land. We're going to rebrand to 180 Not Out. Um... <laughs> no, you know, we, you know what? what? One thing we are doing, and I would love everyone to keep your eyes open for this, is we're getting a new website. That's right. That's where um, I was going. Yes, yes. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are getting a new website. Um, it's been a long time since we've updated it. Um, in fact, when we last updated it, we realized we hadn't updated it for nearly four years. So it's uh, – and this one is fresh as – so we have a whole lot of stuff that's in there that we'd love your feedback on. Obviously, mm. there'll be links to the shows and all that sort of stuff. We've got like a listen now. We've got like 100 Not Out Radio. So you better like just if you're stuck in the office, you don't know what to listen to, you just push 100 Not Out Radio and it's just going to play, you know, 100 Not Out episodes. <laughs> How good's that? Like there's hours of content there. <laughs> um, but then also we invented this thing because we one of the things we were thinking about was, you know, we've got all these beautiful, you know, amazing ages that we interview and we can't interview everybody that gets suggested to us. But there are some people that would love to have their loved ones interviewed and then have that as a time capsule forever, Mm -hmm. forever. And I remember interviewing Isabel, um, Amber's grandmother, and, and we've got that as a time capsule for the rest of our lives and we listen to Isabel um, and we play it back and it's just a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I I recorded my grandfather. We never got to interview him on 100 Not Out, but I recorded him having a conversation and it's a great thing to listen to him for 25 minutes just to go back and listen to him and listen to his voice and his wisdom and the pauses that he has and the consideration he has for his answers. And so we created this thing called a time capsule and you better purchase those um on 100 not out on the new website as it goes live and one of the kind of um parts of that of that is is um uh this is very clumsy that i'm saying it is that we had this come to our attention like the urgency of actually doing this for our listeners and their families and so on when we interviewed not even 10 episodes ago uh 105 year old peggy muller um now peggy who was a volunteering icon with the Salvation Army uh, for memory, um, yeah. passed away not long after that episode, I think within like a seven couple days. of weeks. Yeah, maybe a week. Yeah. And yeah. so that really drove home um, the importance of doing something like this. So that's going to be available for people that um, would love the idea of Damien and myself interviewing someone in the family. And there'll be an option that they can just be private interviews or there'll be an option to actually have them published on 100 Not Out um, if it works for, for both parties as well. But that's also going to be something that allows people to recognise if they want it to be something private to the family or something that their uh, that, that family member has in the public realm forever and ever. Because that's what I love about podcasts, Damo. They're there forever. I don't think anyone can delete 
the entire library of podcasts in the world. Maybe Elon probably could, but everyone else, we're pretty safe. Um, So this is great, folks. Thank you for your support. Damo, loved our conversation today. I really appreciate um, you bringing that up. And until next week, team, may the rest of your life be the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.